Welcome to the LBC Sermon Podcast. This podcast is recorded live at Love Beyond Church in Harveston, Johannesburg, every Sunday at 9am, and may include the sounds of God's creation and our scenic environment. Join us as we press into the heart of God and His will for our lives. Welcome. you Lord it's all about you Father God when everything else is stripped away Father and the music fades it's all about you Father we don't come here with eloquence we don't come here with our own abilities Father we don't come here with pride in our hearts Father we come here knowing that without you Without you, Father, we can do nothing, Lord. Father, we, we know that we cannot even take our next breath without you. So, Father, this morning, as you minister to us, Lord, I just pray that every word that is not of you will fall on deaf ears. I thank you, Father, that every heart that is here today, Father, and that's watching by way of the live feed, that they will be touched, they will be changed, they will be transformed. Because it's not by might, it's not by power, but it's by your Spirit. It's by your Spirit. So Holy Spirit, you have your way in this gathering this morning. You have your way. You have your way. We give you preeminence. Do what you need to do. Move how you need to move. Oh, Lord, we bless you. We praise you. We honor you. We glorify you, Lord. Oh, oh, Rabba Basi. We thank you, Lord. Oh, just lift up your hands and start praising him. Thank him. Hallelujah. Praise him. Exalt him. Glorify him. Magnify him. Oh, Rabu Shanda, Rabu Sondo, Rabu Shanda, Rabu Si. Oh, Rabba. Thank you, Lord. Father God, we just thank you, Lord. We just thank you that you, who are all-powerful, all-knowing, all-seeing, all-creative, look down and know how much you love us and you love us unconditionally. You love us despite ourselves. You love us in our mess. You love us in our excellence. You love us when we are in the, on the hills and when we're in the valleys. You just love us. So, Father, we thank you that your word tells us that nothing can separate us from your love. Neither height, nor depth, nor length, nor width, Father. So, Father, my prayer this morning, Father, is that we get an understanding of the height, the depth, the length, and the width of your love, Father. Because, Father, when we understand how much you truly love us, are we able, are we able, by your grace, to walk in your love, Father, and to pour out your love onto others. So this morning, Father, we're just going to go with what you want us to do, Father, because that is what it's about, doing what you want us to do, not what we want to do. So, Father, we just thank you, Father. Father, we also lift up our brothers and sisters that aren't here this morning, Father. We know that we just lift up 
our, our motorcycle friends, Father, from Disciple Christian Motorcycle Club. We pray for them, Father, for a safe trip. They've gone to Kronstadt, and we just pray, Lord, that you bless their meeting and their gathering, Father. Father, we just pray for our other brothers and sisters that are also away, Father, for Peter and Sherith that have gone down to see their daughter in, and grandchildren in Morgan's Bay. We, we just pray for a safe travels for them, Father. We pray for Sue Ann and Louie and little baby, Evesta. We just thank you, Lord, that you just keep them and protect them, Father. We just pray, Father. And Father, I just want to come into agreement, Father, because that's what it's about as family. Father, we also just lift... Carol's not here this morning. I know that. And we just pray that... And Vanessa's not here this morning. But we just want to pray this morning, Lord, that Gigi Emil's and Carol's cat has gone missing. And we just pray, Lord, that... Father, that they find that cat because your word tells us when two more of us gather and agree in your name, it's done. So, Father, we just we just lift up Gigi, Father, and we just thank you, Lord, that supernaturally you just show them the sniffer dogs that are busy right now. You show them where that where Gigi is, Father, and you bring Gigi home, Father. So, Father, we just thank you, Lord, and we give you the rest of this meeting. Have your way in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Let's give the Lord a praise offering. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, as you know, we've been, please be seated. Well, as you know, we've been doing a series on, um, well, we started last week with honor. And we built a foundation on honor so everybody could get an understanding of what honor is from a biblical perspective. And, um, you know, I, I prepared the message for this morning, um, which is to carry on with with honor part two. And um, that message was to look at honoring God, honoring your spouse, honoring your parents, honoring those who are older, honoring your boss, honoring your church leaders, honoring government officials, honoring police and military, honoring your children and honoring others before yourself. And, um, well, you know, who knows that God always does what God wants to do? <laughs> Hallelujah. So, um, at the 11th hour, as I was preparing for this message, the Holy Spirit told me that I need to do carry on with honor next week. Um, so, I've got to be obedient. I, have no re I don't understand why the Holy Spirit wants me to carry on with honor next week, but I'm going to carry on with honor next week. Amen. Amen. And um, what the Holy Spirit told me to do is that we need to spend more time this morning just worshipping. So Andre and Janine, you will, when, when I'm ready, I'll call you up to, um, sorry, um, sorry, Pastor Andre. I'll call you up when, um, when, when I have a release to do that. But um, I really believe that what we're going to do is we, we're just going to press in and allow to worship, to allow the Holy Spirit to minister to us. Um, I believe that in doing that, uh, you know, in His presence there's healing, in His presence there's provision, in His presence there's joy. So we're going to spend a bit of time this morning just in His presence. And we're also going to spend a bit of time ministering and, and praying for people as well as the Holy Spirit leads. Amen. But also, God also then took me to and said, I need to bring this message before we go into this. So this is purely from 
This is purely Holy Spirit led. This is purely from, I believe, the heart of God. And I'm going to just bring this message as the a, as a Holy Spirit wants to unpack it. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So, Father, I just thank you, Lord, that you will bring it out in the right way, the way you want to bring it out. Well, as you know, Abraham has been called the father of many nations, isn't he? Yeah. And as you know, initially he was called Abram, and his wife was called Sarai. And um, he was called Abram, and he was a moon worshipper. He was from the Ur of Chaldeans, and he worshipped the moon. And um, so there is, there is Abraham. So I'm going to not just, but anyway, if I, I want to go to, if you've got your Bibles, turn there. But in Genesis 12, we read about the call of Abram. And it goes in, from verse 1, it says, The Lord had said to Abram, Go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. So what happens here is God actually appears to Abram. I mean, yes, Abram, he does not know God. He's sitting there and he's worshipping creation. He's worshipping the moon. <laughs> and God appears to him and says, Abram, I want you to leave this place that you know, the Ur of Chaldeans, and I want you to go. Very important point. I mean, how many times have we had in our lives when God has appeared to us, where he has come to us, either through other people speaking to us or the Holy Spirit has spoken to us and God has told us to go. Correct. Whatever that might be. He might give us a plan. He might give us, uh, um, drop something into our spirits. But it's the same principle of going. So God tells Abram to go from your country, your people and your father's household to the land I will show you. And something very interesting about this is that he tells Abram, to go from your people and your father's household. And Abram was, Abram was obedient and he did go. But, you know, even in this, Abram wasn't fully obedient. He was partially obedient. Because God didn't tell him to take his household with him. God didn't tell him to take his brother-in-law Lot with him. So what he did was he took stuff with him that he shouldn't have taken with him. So he was partially obedient. And I believe very often that's sort of a type of what we like. We hear God and we don't actually, not fully obedient, we're partially obedient to what God is telling us to do. So God tells him to go and he says, I will make you into a great nation and I will bless you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. Now imagine this. He has Abram. I mean, <laughs> moon worshiper. God tells him, I'm going to bless you. I'm, gonna, I'm going to make you this man of, that's going to be beyond what he ever thought or could hope or imagine. Yeah. I mean, it must have been in reality. It must have been like, what? And how often is that a typical sort of, reaction that we have isn't that very typically what happens to us very often God says to you or someone speaks into your life or you get a prophetic word or God drops into your spirit you're going to be a worship leader 
you're going to be an evangelist, you're going to be a businessman, you're going to be a prophet, whatever, you know, you're going to be whatever God wants you to be. And you go, what me, Lord? How's it possible? Same with Abram. How is that possible? But this is the key thing. So Abram went as the Lord had told him. He went as the Lord had told him. And isn't that a key? Because when God tells us to go, let's not question that God has told us to go. Let us go. Let us go and let us be obedient and let's follow what God is telling us to do. So off he went, and he went on his travels. And I think this is very much a lot like us as well. We get a word from God, we get excited, and we want to run with that word, which we should be doing. But then we go on this journey, and Abraham went on this journey, right? He left the earth Chaldeans, and he went, not knowing where he was going, but he just went because God told him to go. And he took his wife, Sarai, his nephew, Lot, all the possessions they had accumulated, and the people. And the people. You see, the same thing with us. We go on this journey, and what we forget is we're going to go on this journey, but we're taking a lot of baggage with us. Amen. We're taking a lot of stuff with us that maybe we should have laid down. Yeah. But we carry on this journey, and we go. And the most important thing is, first of all, that we go. Amen. So Abram went. And I'm going to fast track a bit. You know, Abram goes along, and he... <laughs> He goes on his journey, and then God appears to him and says, I'm going to make you the father of many nations, right? Is that right? Because then you look at the stars and he said, as the stars are, and I'm paraphrasing this, so will your children be. So that's very important because, you know, we have this, we have this word from God. We have this vision from God. We have this dream from God, and God says, I want you to go, and you go. All right? And then we're walking, and then we're walking. And Abram was walking, and he was saying, but Lord, my wife, my wife is like old. She's not even, she's got even bare children. How's this, how's this going to come to pass? Very much like we are. You know, we go on this journey, and we get, we get impatient. God has said, you're going to do this, but we've kind of, and I think we need to help God along. Amen. We want to help God. And God say, no, you don't need to help me. I can do it. You just need to trust me. And you just need to believe me. But what did, what did Abraham do? Well, he then became known as Abraham. right? Because when God said to him, you're going to become the father of many nations, he changed his name from Abraham to Abraham. But Abraham thought, well, you know what? My wife is old. And also bear in mind, his wife, Sarah, Sarah became Sarah, also added the fuel to the fire. Because she also said to him, she said, no, my womb is not fertile. I'm old. I'm, I'm not going to be able to produce kids. She also doubted. And isn't this very often what happens on our walk that we go on? We encounter people, those negative voices. Brothers and sisters, we've got to watch out for those negative voices. We've got to watch out for those people that are called dream stealers. Amen. There are people that come and want to steal what God has placed in your yes. heart from you. Yes. You've got to guard against that. Because they will come in different forms. And I'll tell you what, it even comes from within the church. 
if people tell you, no, 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 you can't do that. Oh, no, no. I mean, my dear wife was telling me about um, one of the prominent, um, uh, she's a, Jenny Weaver. She's a prophet, um, very respected prophet, and has a major following. But you know, and she's brought out many, many albums, and one of the songs we sing, am I right, um, it's from Jenny Weaver, it's um, Let the River Flow. Now, do you know that when she, she was approached, when she started singing, somebody within that, in the church environment, came to her and said, why do you sing so loudly? Do you think you should be singing so loudly? Should you be singing? So she went away, and what happened is, how does the enemy come? The enemy comes to create strongholds in our minds. Amen. Okay? And started saying to her, she started saying to herself, self-speak, oh, no, no, I don't think I actually could be a worship. I don't think I could actually sing. I don't think I should be singing. My voice is this. My voice is too loud. But you know what? She took that captive. She didn't allow it to stop her, and she carried on to fulfill God's plan. You know what I'm saying? And that's a very important thing. So we've got a God against us. So what did, what did Abraham do? He listened to Sarah, and Sarah said to him, you know what, take the servant lady, I think it's Rebecca's was her name, correct? Hagar. What is her name? Hagar. Hagar. Thank you, Shafi. Thank you. So it was Hagar, right, correct. And he slept with her, and she had a child. And that child was born, and that child was called Ishmael. But you see, now, yes, the child was born, but that was not what God's plan was. So what happened was, like we sometimes do, we go on this journey and we get impatient and God's not coming through in the time frames that we want him to go through. So we actually start helping God and we start doing stuff out of his timing and we start birthing Ishmael's. Yeah. Yeah. This is what happens. So God says, you know, we just need to trust him. Because that's what happens very often. You know, people leave churches offended. They leave churches broken. What do they do? They rush off and they form their own church. Because now they're upset with the other person. What I'm saying is, I'm not saying people mustn't form churches or plant churches. But I'm saying don't plant things out of God's timing. And don't plant things that God hasn't told you to do. Do what God's told you to do. Because that's where you actually will bear the fruit that God wants you to bear in the place. Amen. So... The journey that Abram goes on. So what happens is that he then um, births, births an Ishmael like we very often do because we don't wait for God's timing. And as you know, what is Ishmael? I mean, I think Ishmael is what started the Muslim faith, the Muslim religion was Ishmael. And as, as you know, we're still paying the consequences of Abraham's impatience with God today and I mean that's what happens in our lives very often we're impatient, we do stuff and we have to pay the price we have to deal with the consequences of wrong decisions, yes God works everything to the good and God is gracious but you know God doesn't say there won't be consequences to our actions so we've got to remember that, that God is gracious God does work all things to the good but if we do something outside of the will of God we will bear the consequences of it doesn't stop God loving us anymore, but there are consequences. Yeah. What you sow, you will reap, good or bad. Amen. Amen. So as the journey carries on, what happens is that he also took Lot with him, if you remember correctly. 
Lot went on a journey. His brother-in-law went on a journey with him. And what happened was that now reached a point where there was a lot of jealousy happening. There was a lot of complaining happening between Abraham and Lot. So basically what Abraham did, he said, okay, well, you can have whatever, whatever, whatever you want, you can have. So he actually turned around and he gave Lot a certain area and he let him go. And he carried on because he knew that if he carried on like that, there would have been, it would have led to destruction. He would have been out of the will of God. And what I'm really saying here is, and once again, I'm paraphrasing, is that we very often align ourselves incorrectly. This is what the Holy Spirit is saying. He's saying we've got to be very careful, and specifically in this season, is how, how do we align ourselves? We've got to be careful who we align to our lives, who we allow to speak into our lives, and who we create alignment with. Who do we create divine connections with? Because creating connections with the wrong people, it has consequences. It, yeah. has, it has very, 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 very dire consequences in the spirit, which then manifest in the natural. So, then moving along, we know the story that God opens Sarah's womb. And what happens is that Sarah gives birth to Isaac, which is what should have happened in the first place. So, on our journey as well, even though there is a, we can go on these journeys in our own life, and we go on side journeys and we mess up and we make mistakes, when we still trust God and allow God, you see, failure with God is never fatal. Yeah. It's never fatal. If we are prepared to repent, turn around, go before God, God will still honor what he said he's going to do in your life. So delays and that aren't fatal. We just got to be sure to remember that we need to go before the Lord and actually repent and we will get to where we need to get to in Jesus' name. So, you know, Isaac's born and now comes a challenge. Now, now we're at that place where God is giving birth to what he's placed in us in terms of what he's called us to do. And like with, with Abraham now, yeah, he had what God intended him to have. Isaac was born, right? Now he had a son called Isaac, which, I mean, was in his mind was, that was the key to, to him walking in what God actually called him to walk in, the father of many nations, right? And then one day God says, okay, take your son Isaac and go to the mount where I want you to, where actually... I want you to sacrifice your son. Okay, we know the story that's a shadow and type of Jesus. But the point I'm trying to get to is when we reach that place, we will be tested. Amen. You know, um, when we step into our gifts, when we step into our call, don't think it doesn't come without a test. Yeah. And that test always revolves the issue of our hearts. It's always an issue of our heart. Because what happened was, Abraham took Isaac. Now imagine this, the son that he that he'd just longed for, that was given, that was supernaturally provided by God. He had to take him, tie him down on an altar, and actually sacrifice him. So what happened was he actually was ready to sacrifice Isaac, and God said, "Look up." 
And he looked up and what did he see? He saw a ram in a bush. Correct? And, what, and that was God's provision. So very often in our lives, you know, when we're at that place where God is saying, lay it all down and make that sacrifice, and we think it's going to be the worst thing out. No, God's provision is there. Yeah. Amen. That's a key thing to realize that the journey that we're on, the path that we're on, what God has called us to do, He's known from before the foundations of this earth. God is not confused. God knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb. God knew every single mistake that you would make. He's not, he's not surprised when you do stuff. He's not surprised when you, when you mess up. He's not surprised when you don't mess up either. The point is God is the Alpha and the Omega, which means he's the beginning and the end. He knows everything. He's all-knowing, all-powerful. He's not confused. So what I'm really trying to say to you today, before we go into worship, with the Lord that in my heart, is each and every one of you sitting here is valuable and precious. And what God has called you to do is, is awesome for your lives. What God has called you to do is not what he's called me to do. We're all different. We've all been created differently. And God's saying to you this morning, do not let... Your past, do not let your mistakes, do not let your side journeys that you've been on, do not let that stop you from fulfilling what God is preparing to do in your life. Amen. Because when you surrender everything to God, when you lay down everything before God, like Abraham did, he was prepared to, he was in his heart prepared to sacrifice Isaac. God stepped in. And God is saying, when you lay everything down, whatever it is, all these, all these noises, all these issues, all these side stories, this person telling you this, this lie from the enemy, all that stuff that's been making a noise, when you lay that down, God steps in. And you will do what God has told you to do or what God has planned for you to do if you lay it down Amen. because I can tell you what this, the noises are this people are going to tell you you will not do this you can't do this how can you do this no you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you great is he that is in you than he that's in the world Thank you, Lord. we are we have been fearfully and wonderfully made when we look at identity, identity does not lie in what man says about us. Yes. Identity lies in what God says about us. What the Word of God tells us is the truth. Amen. So don't listen to the voices of your past. Don't listen to those noises. Don't listen to the stuff where you come up. You know, because the truth is this. We all have a past. We've all messed up. Yes, Amen. And what happens is the devil loves it. Nothing more. It's just like... Try and bring up your past, bring up your mistakes, bring up your messes. Oh, you know, you'll never amount to anything. Oh, oh you know, look at her, you. Oh, you know, it keeps reminding you. It keeps reminding you. But no, do not remind the enemy, remind that defeated enemy, because he is defeated. We don't fight for victory, we fight from victory. He is defeated. Take the sword of the Spirit, take the Word of God. And speak it into your situation. 
declare it over your life. Because I can tell you something, declaring the word of God is the best prophecy you will ever make over your life. If you want to, if you want to make prophetic declarations, declare the word of God over your life. Start declaring what he said, what the Bible says you are. Start declaring what you know. If you're not, I'm going to finish with this. Then, if um, Pastor Andre and Janine, if you can just get ready to go into a time of worship. But I can tell you this: just declare the word. Go to the word. Look at what the word says. Whatever circumstance you might be facing, if you're not feeling well, if you've got sickness in your body, go to the word of God. If you've got um, financial issues, go to the word of God. If you've got relationship issues, go to the word of God. If you've got marriage issues, go to the word of God. Whatever it is you're facing, the word of God has an answer for it. Don't go and take pills. Take the gospel. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we just thank you, Lord. We just thank you for your word that went forth this morning. And I thank you, Lord, that as we go into a time of prophetic worship, Father, that you minister to us, that you just touch us, Father. You heal us. Oh, Father, you just reveal your heart to us, Father. Father, we just humbly submit to you this morning, and we allow you, Father, we allow you to have your way with us. In Jesus' name, amen.